I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, Jeremy here. Before we throw it to this week's very special episode, uh, I want to quickly read a, a short email that landed in our inbox a couple of days ago. It comes from a woman named Karen, and the subject is, Please respond to make my chronically ill friend's life. So here it is. Hi. One of my best friends is turning 21. She has lupus and a variety of other things and is a contender for the Allergy Champ title. Uh, Well, Karen, that is a very bold statement, but let's continue. Her name is Elizabeth Rumney. Rumney? Rumney. From Ottawa, Ontario. And if you could just give her a birthday shout-out, that would be the sickest thing in the world. She is an avid listener to your podcast and wants nothing more than to be hugged by all of you at once. So if you have the time to wish my cane-using, lupus-suffering, lavender-allergic, and hip-popping-out friend a happy birthday tomorrow, that would be amazing. If you ever find yourself in Ottawa, boy, does she have a show for you. Much love, Karen. Well, this is coming um, uh, one day too late. So, uh, Elizabeth, happy belated birthday. I hope it was uh, the best 21st birthday you could have ever asked for. And uh, hey, if you want to if you want to try to step up and uh, take over the the belt, the reigning allergy champ belt, well, uh, head on over to our website and fill out our future guest contact form because we'd love to hear from you, Elizabeth. And actually, that goes for anybody who is hoping to be on the show one day. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Head on over to our website. We have a little contact us form, and there's a future guest form that you can fill out. And if you have a story that you feel is worth sharing with the world, then uh, we'd love to hear it. So without further ado, this week's episode is, uh, I I say this all the time, but I really do mean this. This week's episode is really special. Uh, We spoke to this incredible woman named Tally. Tally is one of those people where uh, you very, very quickly fall deeply in love with. Um, and uh, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that you will all feel the same way that we did after we spent an hour with her. She is a crazy, crazy inspiration. Um, uh, you should for sure t- check out her TED Talk, uh, Tally Osborne. And if you have a chance today, head on over to our website to check out her blog post if you want to see some of the simultaneously most adorable pictures you've ever seen and also the most badass pictures you've ever seen. Uh, So sit back and enjoy our conversation with Tally. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Tally. She was born without arms and without most of her legs. Let's talk about it. Weird, like you know. So we were just talking about how I. Hi, 
Yeah. Bye, Brad. Bye. We were just talking about how I know, how you know um, Lindsay Hilton from mm-hmm. Halifax. And we, we had recorded an episode with Lindsay, um, one of our live shows, actually, one of our live recordings cool. at Lululemon <clears throat> in Halifax. And um, the thing that I noticed about Lindsay is that, like, Lindsay's just like, nope, I got it. I fucking got this. Like, yeah. don't help me with anything. I don't need help with anything. Yeah. And so, so I guess people, first off, let me just say, uh, hi, Tally. Hi. We're sitting here with you. Can you pass me that bottle? I feel like I'm, <clears throat> I got this phlegm. I hate it. Yeah. I tell me it. about it. I'm, I know all about the phlegm. I was sick for like two weeks and then I was coughing for a week. Mm. And now I'm just, I sound like frog. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being. <laughs> thanks for showing up. So, so people can't see this, but you uh, don't have arms or legs. I have legs, or at least, at least not the I'm uh, missing, traditional. I'm Jeremy. missing some bones in my legs. So. <laughs> hey, hey. so, how do you think I'm wearing Doc Martin? I, this this <laughs> is true. Do you have feet? Yeah, I have feet. Just straight up feet. What do you think's inside my shoes? Why? Well, I wasn't really I sure. Know. See, this is the thing, right? Yeah. So, so Lindsay Hilton, quad amputee, um, missing. Uh, arms missing legs but she has you know she has like um i was we were referring to them as stumps for like for her legs and for her arms and she wears which i don't know if she really i don't think that i think we she kind of schooled us on that whole oh did she on the stump thing yeah i i I think what does she call them i think she just called them i think she was just like my legs legs, legs, yeah i think yeah but she also wears prosthetic legs she wears prosthetic arms yeah and so when we've, you know, our, your recording was a very last minute thing. Our, our buddy Jeff uh, hooked us up. And, and so I was going, sweet, Tally's going to show up. We can just do this, just like we were going to record with Lindsay. But then I go downstairs and you don't have prosthetic arms or prosthetic legs. You actually showed up on a motorized uh, scooter. scooter. And I was like, oh, shit. Is Tally going to be able to get up the stairs? Imagine I couldn't, like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, how fucking... <laughs> and now, See you later. And, and I thought to myself, like, <laughs> Thanks, am guys. I, are, like, do I have to carry her up the stairs? Like, do, does she need me to help her take her keys and put them in her purse? Like, is it okay that I ask her if she needs help? Because I f- feel like with Lindsay, it was like, uh, oh, I get it. I'm not going to ask you if you need help because you can do it yourself. Yeah, or if I... I'm the same with Lindsay, but everyone needs help sometimes. Yeah, everybody needs help sometimes. So... I'll ask you. Sweet. And which you did. And yeah. I was like, great. And then I said, uh, are you cool with stairs? And you're like, nah, eh, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and you just figure it out. Just makes me winded. That's all. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so you, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, because you mentioned your, your feet, <laughs> because I, like, as soon as you said, what do you think are in these boots? And I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure because <laughs> when we, cause, and, and again, it's like our, it's like our conversation or our, 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 the information that we got from Lindsay is probably clouding our, is clouding over us in terms of like a, like, oh, well, she didn't have that. So what's the, and I'm the obviously person. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this is what I'm learning. I in think the our moment. attitude is very similar, mm-hmm. but your right. experience might be a bit different. Well, and our, like, your body, she has long, longer arms than me. Do you know yeah. what I would yeah. have done with a couple inches? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I have legs. Well, my legs are probably similar length to hers, but I have feet on the bottom. Yeah. Right. So I can actually walk. Well, so you're missing walk. bones. Yeah, so I don't <clears throat> I hate this like froggy voice. That's okay. It's, I kind, don't of, have, it's kind of sultry. I'm not going to lie. I know, it's a sexy say, radio just, voice I, for sure. Okay, I'll just embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have, I guess, a knee and a femur. Okay. I don't really know how it all works, but mm-hmm. right. So, just, like, like if you if someone was to kind of like picture, because no one can see you right now, obviously, right? So, if someone was to picture what your low half of your body looks like, 
you've got normal like sort of hips, normal thighs, but then your thighs kind of turn just into turn calves. into your calves and your feet. Yeah. Right. Like so. And there's ankles too. And there's ankles there as yeah. well, which are important. I mean, don't <laughs> say calves and then feet. I know. Imagine. <laughs> just, just straight ankle. Uh, and you're able to wear these like fucking sick brand new Doc Martens, uh, which yeah, is really I'm cool. Very happy. I love that. But then your arms, little different story. Um, they kind of just end like just beyond the shoulder. Like there's the shoulder and then just a little, a little bit of like a few yeah, inches of arm. Just a little arm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you call them stumps? Uh, growing up, I called them stumps. But side note, I don't know if you know about the No Effects song that was written about me. Do you know No what? Effects? Are you Fuck fucking kidding no. me? Do we yeah. know what? No Effects? So well, some people don't. Yeah, know. you're right. The guy who did this tattoo, it's a very, very, very fresh. It's uh, really nice. His name's Alex Duquette. He's amazing. He's based out of Ottawa. He comes to Halifax every once in a while. A little shout out to Alex Duquette. Check him out, out on Instagram. But he, No Effects is his favorite band. Mine too. And he was playing No Effects while he was giving my tattoo. And I was like, you know what, Alex? I really appreciate this music. Um, there's a few, there's a, like quite a few sort of like uh, pop punk, garage punk bands that like I tend to listen to from time to time. But I never got into No Effects. What? I know. And then until I was getting this Blast tattoo and I was thinking, these guys are fucking awesome. That's the same with my boyfriend. He didn't grow up with it. He grew up with like old school punk and now he loves them. Well, they're great. I know. But they wrote a song about you? Yeah. So it's called She's Nubs. And so my nickname became Nubs. So if you go to your friend, Alex, and say, I know Nubs, he's going to be like, what? That happens a lot. We're going to have to take a little video before we leave and I'll yeah. be like, Alex, That's check so it out. Sweet. She's Nubs. So now I call them Nubs. Oh, cool. I love That's that. That's so awesome. So yeah. wait, how did you, how did that happen? What's, what the fuck's behind that? Um, well, long story short, I'll try to make it not too long, but not uh, short. I love long stories. We got time. Okay, good. Me too. So, um, so I've loved No Effects since forever, like I was a teenager, and I went to a couple other shows, and so... Fat Mike is a singer of No Effects, and he also has Fat Records, so it's his record label. And a lot of those bands, that's what I kind of grew up on, a lot of the, like, skate punk Fat Records bands. Mm -hmm. So I'd go to all these shows, and the same guy was always selling the merch, this guy, Jay. And so one day I went to a No Effects show, and I was so excited, and I was like, Jay, I have to meet No Effects tonight. Like, I just feel it. Tonight's the night. So he got me two backstage passes. This was at the Cool House in Toronto. And I went backstage and saw the whole show side stage and was singing and rocking out and it was amazing. And then afterwards, my buddy was like, oh, "Okay, let's go." And I'm like, "No, I have, Fuck to, that. I have to meet. No, I have to meet Fat Mike." So I did. Like he came out and he came over and he, he's totally like, "So what happened to you?" That's what he said when he met me. And I was like, "Nothing. I was born like this." He's like, "Cool. You coming out tonight?" I'm like, "I don't know. Okay, see ya." And that was it. And we left. And then a year and a half later, they put out a new album and there was a song on it. She's Nubs. And all my friends are like, I think that song's about you. And I was like, no. What? Why would? Why the fuck would No Effects write a song? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But of course. Anybody would think, that's, well, nah. No. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's <clears throat> about a girl that doesn't... So that the whole point of this is like, in this song, it's like she may not have... Like, he talks about me not having arms and legs. Mm -hmm. No shoes for feet, he says. But I, like, obviously have shoes for feet. So he's like... You know, basically, she may not be able to do this or that, but she rocks out at punk rock shows, and that's all that matters. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. It's kind of hard to wear high heels or slip on banana, banana peels. peels. How, How does, does she, she get, get in, in and, and out of tubs? tubs? I hope she does. She don't get mad. I hope she thinks this song is good, not bad, because we think that she's totally rad. She's, she's nubs. nubs. 
No fingers, no toes. She doesn't own elbows. No phalanges, no knobby knees, no knock. Two knock. Oh, sorry, two knock. She don't need knuckles or hands to go see punk rock bands. She's always in the stands. She's nubs. She can't pick up a phone. She can't get dressed alone. She got no funny bone. <laughs> she's nubs. No shoes for feet, but we're sure, we sure do think she's neat. She's nubs. She's nubs. She's nubs. I asked her if she wanted a drink. I asked her if she liked Toronto. Uh, well, that's another that's thing. That's a big part. That yeah. looks mm. like it's probably you. I asked her to go out to the bar, but all she said was no thanks and no, no and no. It was time for us to leave, so I grabbed her. I grabbed and shook her sleeve and told her I'd see her at the next club. She got into a pack. And Fictional. S- and some guy put her on her, his back. She said goodbye and kind of waved her stub. She's got beautiful eyes and breasts regular size, <laughs> but without calves and thighs. She's nubs. <laughs> it's hard to give good head <laughs> or Get tied to a bed when all you've got is a body and a head. She's nubs. She's nubs. She's nubs. She's nubs. Oh, she may not walk the walk and she may not like to talk, but boy, she sure knows how to rock. She's, She's nubs. nubs. Dude, that's fucking that's rad. So cool. Fuck? Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool, right? That is yeah. one of the coolest things I think I've ever heard in my life. So, yeah. so like, yeah. you had no idea about this. You're, no, you, you, that's it, why at the beginning it says. I hope she thinks the song, I hope she don't get mad. I hope she thinks the song's good, not bad. Because a lot of people are like, are you offended by that song? I'm like, okay, first of all, no effects were a song about me. If your yeah. favorite band. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. fuck. If Radiohead was like, hey, that guy down there with the lung disease, we're going to write a song about him. I'd be like, oh, yeah, please. Right? Like every, say and whatever the fuck you want. The way, like if you know no effects, that's how they write. It's not all fictional. It's, it kind of just makes fun. Yeah. But the, the message behind it is positive message. Oh, yeah. For sure. The funny thing is, is like most of that song's fictional. Like mm-hmm. I have I have feet. I didn't get into guys' b- pat. He did not put me in his back. Yeah, yeah. Did not ha- like, yeah. so many people were like, "Did you do?" I'm like, "I do not no. travel in a backpack." Yeah, really. I do not travel in a backpack. But like, okay, but I guess I think the big question is, the way would you travel that? in a backpack? Maybe. Maybe it's Fat Mike. Fuck yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, so the part of the song that I was like, "Okay, a girl with no arms and legs and Toronto." It's got to be you. It has to be. So I wrote. So I wrote them. Like, I went on basically Fat Records. You know, back in the day, you're like, click, contact me. Yeah. Contact yeah. us. And then he wrote me back, and he was like, yep. No way. So you got the confirmation. Yeah. That's so pretty cool. Cool. You're too. Oh, and we're friends now. We hang out all the time and stuff. That oh, was, what the fuck? That was in 2001. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like, I, I, I've been to, I don't remember how many, I've been to hundreds of NoFX wow. shows on the side stage. Oh, and, that's so that's cool. That's so sweet. That is the coolest part. Because I, I was sitting here thinking, man, we got to send this episode to, to Fat Mike. Like, we got to make sure, well, fuck it. They, he, you guys are buds now. Like, that's huge. That's oh, yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is so fucking cool. It's so sweet that you can run into somebody, or not run into them, but like, but meet somebody. And then, I mean, like, how, how long was this encounter? Like. Three minutes. Right? Maybe yeah. Five. And then it's like, what, however long Probably. after that, you're like. Someone's just like, oh, I'm pretty sure the song by this like big band is about you. How long what? was it before the album came out with that song? A year and a half. A year and a half. Cool. But what, what, he, you- what he said in the email was, um, after however many albums at the time, however, I think it was 12 or something, however, this many albums, it's hard to think of things to write about, but after meeting you, I knew you were the perfect character for a song. So uh, obviously I made some sort of effect on him. Yeah. But... Well, I mean, so you sweet. would make an effect, though, right? It's like, it's, 
you know, and this was another thing that I that I kind of had to come back to when talking to Lindsay. It's like it's not every day for in 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 I was gonna in Lindsay's case, this, yeah. it's not every day you see someone at a well, I mean, going to CrossFit period is a tough thing. It yeah. is a hard thing to do to like do a bunch of squats with a ton of weight on your back and to do box jumps and and sit ups and like all these things like like very repetitive uh, hard hardcore workout yeah. and then to see someone doing it where they don't have arms or legs or at least not the arms or legs that everybody is accustomed to seeing yeah. it has a huge impact on you and it you know not to like get all inspiration porny about it but like there's something that makes it's you inspiring. stop and go, it fucking is inspiring. Honestly, don't get, people, people get like, don't make inspiration of disability, blah, blah, blah. I know that's not what they say, but, yeah, but I it's know like, you know mean, what? Yeah. And I used yeah. to hate being in people's inspiration. I hated it as a kid. I'm like, I'm just putting on my fucking coat. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to work. <laughs> but there's so much negativity in the world, so much hate. The fact that I inspire you to either love yourself or to... I don't know. Better, or to better write your a life. fucking song Something. on an album, I, like, like you... but even just the lady at the bank, you know, like or whoever. The fact that I'm inspiring yeah. you, that's there's nothing wrong with that. No, that, of course and not. I absolutely love you that you said that because <laughs> whoa, Bri, did, did you just say, say I no, love you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, I just love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you. No, but I, I love that you said that because I, I feel like we've heard that a few times where people are like, I don't want to be inspiration because I got out of the got out of my bed and went to the mall like any other human being but why that's not why they're an inspiration though but like, but even if it was why wouldn't you want to be that like i i would be happy if somebody said oh i saw brian at the mall the other day and it was just really inspiring to see him there but i'm sure you inspire people doing other stuff like Every, we all inspire people and we all are inspired by we have to be inspired by someone you have yes, to be you yeah. have to be right there has to be inspiration people inspire in me like, that's right. I, and that's the thing. I embraced it and I was like, I'm going to inspire people. I'm going to like, and I'm doing it like, yeah. and it's the best feeling. And I, I know there's people on my Facebook that have like, I don't like the word disability, mm-hmm. but whatever they like it. So, <laughs> and they don't like any of my posts about my speaking and stuff. Cause I know they think like, why, but it's not, I don't go up there and go like, I don't have any arms and I do everything and I'm amazing and you can be amazing. That's not what I do. No. I'm just talking about life, loving yourself, embracing your differences because we're all different. That's we all right. have things. We all, I always say we've, we've all got shit. That's we right. Even if you have arms and legs, even if you are fully healthy, we yeah. all have our own we shit. We all have shit. Some people worse than others, mm-hmm. whatever. Or some people, it's, you can see it right when you walk down the street like me. Yeah. But yeah, a little bit more People noticeable. look at you and they're like, whatever. Yeah. This guy is... Oh, sorry, I got distracted by a fluff that looks like it's glowing. <laughs> you, know when the li- you know when the light comes in? Yeah. It's like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, and I just dropped mushrooms right before. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa. Oh, my God, they're hitting, they're hitting right they're now. They're hitting now when they're the acid now. hits. Oh, my God. Um, so let's take it back then. You were yeah. obviously, well, no, maybe not. Uh, are, were you born like this? Yeah, I was born like this. Okay, so you were born. And is it a, are you considered an amputee? Yeah. Okay, great. We, we did cover that in the live it's show. It's called a congenital. Genital amputee. So it doesn't. Congenital means I was born this way. Mm-hmm. It means I, nothing was cut off. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this arm was longer. Oh, oh was it? Oh, yeah. it was, in photos, I'm like oh, so much longer. I had like um, you, I don't know if you can tell. It's like touch it. It's very pointy. Yeah. Like yeah. feel this yeah. one. Or that one. Oh, you can oh, see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See. So um, my left one, when I was younger, it kept. 
the bone was really sharp and it was growing and it was scraping the inside of my arm and it was swollen. Oh, that's it was gnarly. so sore. I remember it. And so they would go, like they'd cut me open, go in and file the bone down oh. and then sew me back up. And then it happened again, again. I think I had to give the surgery five times. So that's oh why. My God. But look, my arms are the exact same length now. Isn't that funny? Which I kind of love. Yeah. But it's yeah. kind of funny that it's like in some little, like, kid photos of mine I'm like oh. you're like whoa look at that I fucking arm I didn't realize arm. it was that long I yeah. knew I had the surgeries and you can see the you can see the scars scar yeah yeah right yeah a little star scar but um, so star, you were born you were, star scar yeah, it looks like a little it star it kind of looks like, like a little like, like yeah. when, you, when you like when you let it like relax down it looks like a scar, oh, a star. star. Yeah, like oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah um, so you were born that way um, are your parents um, are, do your parents have any congenital um, abnormalities about them well I was adopted oh so there's that oh, no so way. okay I so, keep opening cans of worms yeah I have so the, many the, I have so many thickens. I have so many cans of worms do you know your biological parents or have you ever met them no so you don't know what they look like they both could have no arms. Or I don't know. I don't think they do. The other people that I know that are like me, the parents are all the all, say, all normal. Normal. Right. Mm, I did the air hashtag, quotes for yeah. those for the listeners. I love that yeah. your air quotes are your entire arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see that. I know. One time I was I did a, a interview. It was a TV interview, but a lot of the the viewers are blind viewers, right. so they were like, "Can you describe what you're doing?" And I'm like. I, I don't know. How do you just, like, you know wave, what I mean? Waving because my nubs. Because blind people don't even really know what air quotes are. Yeah, true. It's true, yeah. Not that they don't know, but, but like, like, yeah, but it, they yeah. don't see what they look like. They wouldn't, yeah. Anyways, I, I think they're funny. So your adopted, your adopted parents or your... your my parents. Your, your parents. Um, they, my parents and my bi- biological parents. Okay, so your yeah. parents, um, uh, when, were you adopted like pretty much at birth? Uh, 13 months. Okay. And growing up, did you have, um, did you, like, at what point did you start to realize, like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm not a normie, in quotations. Uh, like, there's something a bit different going on here. Um, because I was born this way, and I, I just learned how to do, like, you know, like any other baby, picking up a crayon or a cookie with their fingers, I just picked up with my toes. Mm. Right. You know, so I, I always felt kind of normal. Mm-hmm. I keep doing the air quotes. And <laughs> and then there's times where I realized I wasn't when people would stare at me every day in yeah. the grocery store and on the street. Um, or where I'd be at school and things are different for me. You know, phys ed is different and writing my notes are different. And I had to, sometimes I had to, well, at school I had to have someone at the time like help me go to the washroom and all mm. that. So I always knew I was different. But as a kid, like, my mom always says, you were born with confidence. My mom's like, you were born with it. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's true. But I think that I was born with my confidence, and then it was gone, and then it came back. Mm. Right. Well, it's funny. We were just talking to a girl, Emily, who has, um, who has a cleft palate. And we were talking about when you were a kid, like, did you ever feel really um, uh, ashamed or, like, embarrassed by, by the deformity of your, of your face? And she was like, no, because when you're a kid, you don't fucking care. No. You're just like, I don't... F- and I other, don't kids, and other don't kids don't care. Either. No, yeah. other kids are just yeah. like, yeah, there's the girl with no arms. Like, It's whatever. when you're getting older and you're like mm. a teenager and that's when it, you feel it. Yes. Right. Because right. the cliques form and the... The cool, pe- the cool boys and the cool girls and the dances, you know, all yeah. that shit. So is that where the confidence started to dwindle? F- f- fade away? Well, no. What happened was is that like... It's funny, like I'm telling it like I know exactly the moment, but... <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it was. I've always thought about this because of my Wednesday. speaking. Like I have to think about all these things where I'm like, when did that happen and when did that start? You know. But I think I feel like, you know, so three foot tall. I use use my feet to color in coloring books and eat cookies and whatever. Then I was entering the school system and I had this. I felt this um, pressure from all around me. My parents, my older siblings, my teachers, like. To be to, they wanted me to fit in more. They wanted me to mm. be like more like the other kids. Even though if they just let me go to school and be me, I would have fit in. But no, instead I was fitted with prosthetic arms and legs, mm. so oh. I did have them. Mm. And my legs, because I have legs and feet, were more like stilts. Right, they were exactly like yeah. stilts, yeah. except they had feet and shoes at the bottom. Right. So all of a sudden, I went from no, you know, l- learning knowing what. You know what kindergartens can do. You can mm-hmm. eat, eat and you can take yourself you, to the washroom. You went from normal, like your no- My normal, normal, to all of a sudden having to learn how to do everything again. Oh, and shit. feeling like I want to fit in, but now I'm like sticking out even more. Yeah. Because I'm wearing fake legs with my feet sticking out of the knees. And what are, and what are they like? What are they like? What are the arms like? Like you can't obviously. My, you're my not arms were my with... electric, so they were electric. They I learned how to use like different muscles in my arms to open them and bend them, and oh wow! So I, I so I had they made. Wait, me... are, you, are you from the future? What the fuck's going on? I, right in the eighties. <laughs> in the eighties. In the eighties. How old are you? Oh, for that real? Made me old. How old are you? Thirty six. Thirty six. Okay. How old are you guys? Uh, I am twenty nine. Twenty seven. I'm twenty six. Damn all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm hotter than all of you. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that, it, it's 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 wild to me to think that I didn't even know they had wild. that shit. I didn't even know they had. I didn't even think they had that. Now, sorry, Brad. Yeah, I, my, I, I my think hands, Blade Runner came my, out in the eighties, though. No, they the, they bent and they the, the basically the th- the thumb and the first two fingers were electric. The last two were just glove. Oh, okay. So if you take the glove off, I only had three fingers, but so the last two didn't work, but those three that would, you know, you'd use to hold a pencil or an apple. Or just grab things. Yeah. Like you're really pretentious. Like you grab it like this. No, but (laughs) the, the the, the two would move. These two would move. No, the third. Oh, these two. No, all three. Oh, Try again, try again, and try again. Oh, these would move, but your thumb and... No, dude, her thumb, her index finger, her middle finger all moved at once. Yes, like that. And of course, now the the fourth and fifth moved with it because they were... Kind of a tat, like they, right. moved, but they were just rubber. Yeah, right, they okay. didn't have the ability they to like. If move. you took the glove off, there was only three fingers. That's right. Right. Anyway, so <clears throat> all of a sudden they were like, "Okay, learn how to write with your hands and eat with your hands." What were you writing with at that point? Your mouth? Uh, well, as a kid, I did. I used my feet. Oh, cool. Then when they gave me the prosthetic legs, so there's a pr- so many processes. So they gave me prosthetic legs at first. And then, so I learned, I, I wrote like this. Okay, so uh, basically, oh, for sorry, the listeners who can't see, but my, you're writing with your... my arm and my chin. chin. Yeah, so like... That's how I currently write. Jamming your chin against your shoulder yeah, if you had basically. arms. basically. Then they gave me arms, so that I couldn't do that, so I had to write with my mouth, which I hated. Yeah. So then I stopped wearing the arms when I hit high school, because I was like, I want to be... You're like, fuck this. Well, I want to be more independent. I don't want to have like a TA with me all the time. It's, you know how high school... Yeah. It's wild like, that it's... It, because it sounds to me like these modifications that they're giving you are not really to make your life easier, mm. but to make you appear 
more like the other people to make that, other people feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, which is it fucked. made me feel That's uncomfortable. Fucked. Yeah, it's and so you, fucked. And, and you have to relearn shit, do things in an and uncomfortable way. And I felt, way. oh, you don't know how much my legs were so sweaty all the time, like because it's plaster. Right, right. It's just fucked. plaster. So imagine your your boots are made of plaster. Is there no oh. like? Do you think that? Do you think that that? Um, or or maybe you know the answer, and it's not just an opinion. Maybe I don't know. Do you think that that type of like, hey, let's make her, let's make everyone else feel comfortable, or let's let's put her in prosthetics so that she can you know appear like the other children? Do you think that that's a product of the time of of being in the eighties? Do you think it's different now, or did it? Or I definitely think it it's both. I'm not. I don't regret that my parents. I'm glad they gave me the opportunity. Like, a lot of people love their prosthetics. Like, Lindsay wears her, when she goes to parties and stuff, I'm yeah. sure she wears her yeah. legs. Oh, and yeah. She does, yeah. And she's yeah. got some beautiful prosthetics. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine were not that beautiful because I have, I have, I have legs. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's I right. have feet. Mm. So my feet always stuck out. So my style, I'm a punk rocker. I wanted to wear tight black jeans. I can wear tight black jeans with feet sticking out of my legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how what I mean? The, how did, the, how did the, the legs work again? If you've got, if you've so, got feet, I don't know. I put my foot... I can't lift my foot because I'm holding the mic. But yeah. I put my foot into this, like, say, boot thing. Yeah. Then there was a strap across my ankle, a strap across my leg, and then picture where my sole is. Yeah. Then there was a knee there and another soft leg and then a foot at the bottom. So there's, like, a, another completely fake foot at the bottom of the leg. Yeah. And then could, I, could you actually, like, walk on those, though? Oh, or? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, lear- I learned to walk, and then they gave me knees, like real knees. They're floppy. So I had to learn to walk without my knees to buckling under me. Wow. Because oh, wow. I, went, I went from no knees, so my legs would just stick out, to like knees that somebody would have to unbuckle for me. So when I sat down, they'd bend. Then as I got older, they gave me like knees that, as I sat, they would bend like yours, but except there's no muscle in there. So sometimes like if I stepped on a pebble or I was at a punk show and... I got knocked over, like I would for sure fall hard. It sounds like you were at uh, 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 Professor Xavier's school for gifted children. Oh my God, children. I wish I was an X-Men. <laughs> yeah. I want to like, be an X-Men so bad. But the engineers <laughs> at the school for X-Men had like a lot of this shit figured out, but then but then they were like, but she's got feet. We don't know how to figure that one out. Oh, right? <laughs> but, and people who are different weren't as cool then. But that's yeah, the thing. Like, I right. feel like it just at, felt weird. Yeah. I feel like at Professor X's school, it's like the more abnormal you are, the better. Like they, That's it, what the, I mean. Yeah, that's right. Now, yeah. like in They wouldn't real, try to make you look like In the real other world, people. like yeah. back then, it was like, no. Oh, my God. Like I was put up for adoption because I was born this way. Oh, yeah. wow. You know what I mean? Is that why? Yeah, 100%. I read it. Oh, oh fuck. wow. So, you read it? Like, did they give a reason? When well, they... when I was 26, I did a search for my birth parents, and I got my file because I wanted to see, like, right. like up? you were saying, like, yeah. is there cancer in my family? Yeah. Or, right. I don't yeah. know. Not, there was nothing of that in there. But I found, yeah, it said, it literally said it. Isn't that crazy? Now, <laughs> now when, you, when, you found, when you found that out, did you continue your search for your parents, or was that... Well, Kind of only because I was curious of what they look like. I want to see what they look like so bad. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't care. I don't care about a relationship. I just want to see. And I found out I have two birth sisters. And have you have you contacted anybody? Like, have you gotten in touch with your family? Well, your biological family in Montreal, it's harder. Like in in Ontario, say <laughs> you were put up for adoption in Ontario, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm curious. So you you put your name and your information in, and you say, I'd like to be found. Then your birth mom or birth father does the same thing. The the information just gets released. Yeah. So you get her phone number and email. With in Montreal, that's where I was born. I forgot to say that. I was born in Montreal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, are you French as well, or are you all English? English. I was adopted by English people, so uh-huh. I have a little bit of French. But um, in Montreal, I had to I had to deal with a social worker over the phone. So she did the search. And then she found them, and then she had to do the, like be the middle woman. So mm-hmm. she contacts them and is like, "Look, your your the daughter you put up yeah. for adoption wants to contact you." And they were like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! Let's do this!" And then it was like, "Whoa, really? Like I didn't expect him to be so oh. stoked." But then it wasn't real. It wasn't real stoked. It was like, "Yeah, but you know what? It's they're Jewish." So they're like, well, it's Hanukkah right now. Can we get back to you in a month? And then it was like, oh, but it's this. Can we get back to you? And they wouldn't return her calls, and they wouldn't do that. Uh. And then it was like two years later. Like, it was just yeah. so dumb. And oh, then I, wow. I told myself I wasn't going to let my heart in because I have a family. Yeah. Like, the best family. Yeah. And then I started getting letting my heart in. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck this. And then I just, just, like, I just ended out. it. So yeah. just my, my mom's adopted, and uh, she's never, like, contacted her or... Or reached out to, or wanted to know even. I kind of wish I didn't because they got the last, like, they, I sent them photos of me in, like, a letter telling them, like, hey, I'm doing awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then the next step was them to do the same thing, and they didn't. Would you be satisfied with just sending them a thing and going, can you just send me a picture so I know what you fucking look like? Well, I was talking to my sister about this last night. It's funny because I said to her, I'm like, why am I not sad about it? Like, because when I talk to kindergarten, like, kids, kids in kindergarten, grade one, and I go, do you know what adoption is? And they're like, no. And I'm like... How do I explain this? So when I explain it, it sounds so sad. So I'm like, because I I say to you guys, I was adopted. You're like, cool. Yeah, sweet. Right? But when I explain to these kids, I said, you know, when you were born, you came out of your mommy's tummy. You're like, yeah, well, and then your mommy and your daddy took you home. Well, mine didn't take me home. They left me at the hospital and they went home without me because I didn't have any arms and legs. You know what I mean? Oh my God. And all those kids kids in kindergarten are like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then I and then I stayed at the hospital for one year, and they're like, "Wow!" Like, they're like that would yeah. be awful. Yeah. But it sounds so sad, <laughs> yeah. right? But the so, other thing is, like, you have obviously parents that are willing to ad- uh, adopt and take on a child as their own. Like, those people to me are some of the most compassionate. Oh yeah, individuals for sure. In the entire world, and, and I'm so glad. I think everything happens right, for reason, yeah. and I I love it. But I say to my sister, I'm like, it's funny that when I talk about that, I feel nothing. Like, it doesn't make me sad, but. I am now in the anger mode. Do you want to know why I'm mad? Tell us. Because, so my birth family knows my first name because they gave me my first name. Now, I told you my name used to be, is supposed to be, they spelled my name with a Y. Tally. Oh, it was, oh so they spelled Tally with, with a, a y. y. But my birth, my parents. Changed it to the changed I. Changed it to the I, which I love. I totally agree. Jeremy with an I-E. Way, way cooler than all the Jeremys with a Y. If your name better. is Jeremy and it's with a Y, you are a bitch. Sorry. Jesus Christ, Jeremy. All the Jeremys with a Y are like, oh, don't, fuck. Don't you're, say bitch. You're, say something uh, more gender neutral. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If you're Jeremy with a Y, you are a dick. Cuckold. Cuck. Yeah. My God. Jesus. Oh, yeah. So... Why I'm in mad now, I, I don't even want to know them now, is right. because, as you know, I'm very easy to find. You guys found me. How quick did he find me? Fast. Yeah, yeah. I have a website. If you type in my name, spelt wrong, I will come up. If you type in right. no arms, tally. If you type in no arms, Toronto. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. I, I'm very, I have to say, not to toot my horn, but I'm, I'm kind of out there. I have a TED Talk. I have a website. If you, you could, they could find me. And do you know what made, made me move to the neutral, from neutral to mad? Um, I have, well, I haven't told you about my family yet. Don't, we're not opening that can of worms yet. But I have another brother who's adopted. And his birth sister found me. 
She couldn't find him, but she, I'm so easy to find. She found me because she wanted to get in touch with him. That's where I was like, for fuck's sakes. Right. Like you're girl, so easy to find. This that, girl could find yeah. me. She doesn't know me. She doesn't know my name. She doesn't know who I am, but she t- she probably searched for him and got me because I'm popular. So when you went to no, find your, your parents the first time, you said you were 20 what? How old are you? 26. Did 26. your brother have okay, so then, no arms and... Wait. Yes. No, he's, he's adopted. No, yeah, no, no your adopted he brother. does, but we'll yeah. go into that can of worms. So, so. And, and the reason why I read into that is because oh. she was searching for no arms, <clears throat> no le- uh, like... I don't know. Is that what she was searching for? I don't for know. She, she could have just been searching my last name, Osborne. Okay. What, right. Anyway, um, so, we're going to get into that then. <laughs> yeah, so you, so you looked at this when you were 26 or 28 or whatever, um, and it's been almost 10 years now. Um, you, you're, you're still harboring some... some. No, these are new. These are new This is all new stuff that's coming up. Because I wasn't mad before. I was like, what ifs? And I, I honestly never think about it until someone, like a kid in a school, because I speak at a lot of schools, have you ever met your real parents, they say? And I'm like... Here we go. And then I explain the story. Mm-hmm. Or right now, when you ask me, I explain the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think about it ever. I have the best family, which I'll tell you about in a minute. It's another huge can of worms. But why it makes me mad is that my, the, the, when, my birth, when my brother's birth sister found me, then I was like, my birth sisters could even find me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, right, seriously, yeah. you don't deserve to know me. Because you would want, I mean, yeah, like you're, you're there's a, Pretty hardcore resentment because you're going. This, well, is, so, this twice. is so easy for you. It, I've been rejected twice. Right. They gave me up ado- uh, for adoption when I was born, and then I reached out to them and they rejected me again. Yeah, and like made it seem yeah. like they wanted to as well, yeah. which is even more fucked. The other thing is that there's there's like I, I get it if you're a parent that's that's not ready or able to handle dealing yeah, with a situation like that and you and you give them up to a better life especially when you know then, you're an asshole because you gave up a baby just because she didn't have any arms totally oh, yeah. and and <laughs> yeah. yeah and i know and and God, maybe it's gotta, different it might be different in like the states where you might not get the same medical coverage and they can't afford it and they want to give you up to a better life i don't i don't know no, just, it was here but yeah no no i know not, I know, you, I know. not in your instance but maybe in another one however when you reach out to them Years later, and you're through, and and you are able to accept yourself, and you're living this great and fulfilled and happy life, and you want to connect with them, and they still don't want to. Right? It's like, are you fucked? Like I know. Like yeah. Oh man, I there's definitely I a lot feel of your anger. Going on. I well, feel your what, anger. <laughs> let's talk about your family now, because you're saying there's a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, there. I know. I was like, I let's unpack this, I'm that. Like, I wonder if this can of worms is going to be open. Yeah, let's, let's do open it. it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay, so. My parents are a little bit nuts. <laughs> okay. So they had one. Uh, Literally or figuratively? Uh, figuratively. I okay, accidentally okay. said that I loved you earlier, but now I really, I just love <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> um, I don't mean they have mental health because I wouldn't, if somebody sure. had mental health issues, I wouldn't say they're nuts. Say they're my nuts, parents yeah. are nuts. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love them. But they had one biological son, my brother John. So my mom gave birth to one son. Mm-hmm. And then they adopted 19 of us. Oh, so that's why I was like, uh. oh my God. So there's 10 girls, 10 boys. And we all have ha- about half of us have special needs. Half don't. What do you guys live in a fucking ma- like where, where, I know. Where, where, what kind of house it's, do you live in? You go to a hotel to school. Right? Yeah. No. Fuck. Have you ever my- seen uh, the dozen movie with uh, what's it called with Steve Martin? Cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper what? by the dozen. Oh, they have a, they have 12 oh, kids. Yeah. And it's like just this fucking zoo. But we had twenty. <laughs> hold That's on, hold insanity. on, hold on, hold on. Do you guys live in a fucking hotel? Like, what's going on? Okay, how, so how my parents work? had a regular house, 
And then as they got more kids, adopted more kids, they just had contractors, like, adapt onto their house. They have this weird monstrosity of, like, a weird... It's a nice house, but it's, like, a different shape. But it's not a mansion. It, like, there's 11 bedrooms, but, like... For twenty, for twenty, <laughs> no, but for twenty-two sure. people. Yeah, I guess so. Eleven bedrooms. Yeah, like, it's twenty-two not people. This is a fucking hostel. <laughs> like, yeah, this how, is insane. Yeah, what does it cost? Uh, <laughs> what's the rent to be your uh, to be uh, <laughs> to be adopted by your parents? Right? I also, right? I love your parents too. Twenty-two yeah. people. I know. That's why I said they're nuts. They're not. They're so amazing. obviously, they're like they're obviously they're probably they're the epitome of the most giving and oh and, and and. But they don't think they people. didn't. They're like. They, what do they got, do? Well, that's what for, people who are like that think. Well, my they parents think they're have not got, doing received awards. Special. They still receive awards, and they're like, my mom's like, this is ridiculous. Because like, if oh you thought it was special, God. you probably wouldn't do it because it would probably seem daunting. But if you don't think it's that special, it's because you're just going, oh, this well, is what my, I, what I my mom do. would adopt um, volunteer for adoption agencies, and she kept seeing these kids that weren't being adopted who were perfect white babies. No offense to all of you who were perfect white babies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like my sister Chrissy was, she had all arms and legs, but she was black in the seventies. Mm. Nobody wanted her. And like me, me nobody wanted me. Like my mom would see all these other kids being adopted out quickly, but some kids weren't. And then she would just adopt us. That's, I don't know. Man, She's like, so, I can love them. Like, it's yeah. so wild to think that because I, you know, you just oh met my, my God, wife. Yeah. She was just here for a second and left. And like Bridie and I don't, we don't, we don't ever want any kids. And to think that there's, there's two people out there who, who are in love with each other, assuming that your parents are in love. Yes. They and, so. <laughs> and they, they decide, all right, we're going to our what we're going to do in life the thing that we want to like put the majority of our energy into is to take in as many children who don't energy. have a place <laughs> yeah. to live and don't have parents to And call they their adopted own. us all. Do you know how expensive that is? Like a lot of it's people just, growing up my mom the only thing my mom hated people assumed we were a group home or foster yeah. foster and group homes and foster care they get paid. Right. But for yeah. adoption you have to pay. You have to pay a lot. and then you also have another kid. It's like, <laughs> dude, having one kid is like, well, geez, we uh, hope. I hope we have enough money to like support this. And then you're, like, oh, yeah, we're having a second kid. Well, God, this is a. There's gonna yeah. be a, a big kind of investment. Uh, well, to this day, I don't, kids. I don't know how they did it financially. What, what did your dad do? Wow, he was an electrician. He had a great job, but yeah. like that's it. The, the, my mom. Your mom. Took care I mean, of like, us. You could be yeah. a millionaire and have like 19 kids. Is is oh, fucking expensive. Yeah. Well, 20, what's the um, yeah. what's yeah, the because I I mean yeah. uh, just from uh, like personal um, experience, like people that I are, that are in my life that have you know been thinking about adoption, and you know it seems it seems from what I know of it that it's almost impossible to get a child in Canada, a, a Canadian child, or that's what I've been really? led to, that I've been led to believe anyway. Um, I'm and sure that, there's tons of kids that don't have. Yeah. Or maybe, or sorry, I, sorry, that this might be limited to like newborn children, like yeah. So I don't, I don't know what that is, or or and and that it's insanely expensive. That's all the all the the other thing that I've heard. Oh yeah, of it. so expensive. Like upwards of like twenty plus grand. A, a, yeah, I don't know how they did it. That's what I mean. It's all, it's all. High it's five to your parents. Dude, how do you? I, I have so many questions that are unrelated you, do, to like. Uh, what? Do you have a hard time remembering all your siblings' names? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Whatever. And don't make, ask me to, but every time I speak at a school, they're like, name me, them all. And I do it. And I'm like, okay, who's going to count? And I always get to 19. Then I'm like, 
Who did, Who did I miss? I miss? Oh, shit. And I always miss this different person. It's not the same. I thought you were going to say yourself. <laughs> um, but what about, like, I have so many logistical questions about, like, holidays and stuff. Do you guys get together for Christmas every year, and does everybody come? How, or, big, is like... your, how big is your kitchen table? <laughs> that's a good question, actually. We had a kitchen table that's, like, super long rectangle, but then... When there was actually 22 people, my dad built this table, obviously. You can buy one. Now you can buy bigger tables, but back then you couldn't. No. So it was a super long table. And then, so picture this. Say this is a rectangle. Well, this is. Say this is a rectangle right here, Mm -hmm. right? So then with 22 people, there was also these two wings, one wing and one wing. So it was a rectangle with like two With branches coming off of a base. Oh, okay. You know, they were like actually like... like oval, half, oh, okay. Half oh, okay. Moons or so you could yeah. fit like a bunch. So of people, people on were it. all around these, and then all around the whole back of it, and then here, and then around that too. Okay. And then as wow. some kids moved out, then they got rid of the wings, and now we just have a long table. Fuck, that's weird. Man, okay. Do you live with your parents right now? Or you, <laughs> you live on your own? No, I live on my own. Okay, I've lived on my own since 1999. Okay, do you live on your own? Own? No, I live or? with my partner Pat. Okay, cool. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. So let's bring it back to uh, back to the 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 yeah. congenital quad <laughs> amputee. I know that that had to just get out there. I, I'm I like, mean, this is fucking amazing. This, ama- this is one of my favorite conversations. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, me too. Um, let's get into. You just said you have a partner. Um, let's yeah. talk about. Let's talk about. You know. Um, what it's like to manage, um, relationships or, or, or foster any sort of like love life when you have, when you are, uh, by like social standards, so different looking, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you were growing up in, 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 in high school or junior high and, and you were saying that it was kind of a rough period because you were being forced to try to be more normal and and but it was just like total fuckery and why not yeah. just like be yourself? And I was totally boy crazy. I've been boy crazy my whole life, <laughs> but boys didn't like me. Yeah, right. Which is weird. I was going to ask that. Did you but have it, Did no, you have a hard time finding? I did. That? It, it, not like when I got older, but when I got confidence. But like right in high school, I had zero boyfriends. Zero. You know, so it's like I I still had this personality. I had zero boyfriends in high school too. That's so, too bad. Well, that's yes. <laughs> But it was weird because it was guys that I got along with like super well. Yeah. That I was attracted to, but no. It just nothing. So when did that start to change? Well, so I moved out uh, into Ryerson residence, downtown Toronto. I went to Ryerson. Really? Yeah. Yes. For what? Uh, Acting. Oh, cool. I can see that. Yeah. I went for social work. Cool. And then I decided I didn't want to be a social worker, but it was cool. I'm going to go let Andrew in. Okay. Uh, He wants to come up. There's a film crew coming up. You cool with that? Yeah. Sweet. Keep talking. Okay. So, Ryerson, so you, yeah, you went oh, yeah. to Ryerson. So I went to Ryerson, and you know, you guys went to university or no? Uh, uh, you know how university. I know, is. Dor- so, I know dorm life and all so, that. So you know, there's fro- you first move in, there's frosh week, yeah, right? Yeah, so there's yeah. like you know activities and parties and fun meeting stuff, new meeting new and people, it, yeah. and so I did all of that like the way you see me now, right? Like three foot tall, and then 
Um, on my first day of school, like every other day, I've always told like school and parties and gatherings, I had to wear my legs. My my parents always told me school and like my, my dad's like Chris, I remember my dad's Christmas party. My dad's work Christmas party. And I'm like, do I have to wear them? Cause it was like not fun. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you have to wear them. Like <laughs> me going to a party or like a fancy gathering. Like putting on wear. a tie when like, so, when you so I had to put on my legs. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck. So because it was ingrained in me, my first day of school, I went and I put on my legs. Now, by this time, I got rid of the arms because it was like, God, I want to be able to at fucking, least do stuff yeah. for, for myself. So my first day of uh, universe, so already I've met, you know, met some cool new people. You know, when you meet your people, mm-hmm. met yeah. people that like love punk rock and like skateboarding and like the stuff I was into. Yeah. And your relationships are just like, bing. Yeah. Instant. You're like, oh my God, my people. Yeah. So um, that was right. And then my first day of school, I got up and put my legs on like like you do and got dressed and went down to the cafeteria to have my breakfast and I ran to one of my new friends and he was I don't remember exactly what he said but I remember it was kind of like what the what are you doing wearing those you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to wear those those aren't a part of you <laughs> yeah and I I don't know what it was but something in me just went ding and I was like huh. you're right I don't have to wear these what the fuck I hate these yeah and yeah. I'm living on my now you know when you're like live on your own you can like eat what you want and like yeah. when do I, when what I you first, want when i first uh, moved i went to acadia for a year before i went to ryerson and i remember when i first got there i was like man i'm on my own i'm gonna get my fucking nipple pierced i just ran down the I street and too. got my nipple pierced yeah. like the first thing i did i got I, my septum pierced first i wanted it yeah. so bad I what the septum pierced dude the septum, septum. Yeah. oh yeah. i was i like, wanted it in high school yeah. but yeah so i'm not kidding that day i took off my legs and I never put them on ever again. Like, I just was like, I'm done. Fuck but legs. the thing is, like I told you, I, I always wore my legs to school and to parties and stuff. When kids came over to my house to play or gym class, I didn't have my legs on. So all my clothes were like house clothes or gym clothes. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. like, you know, comfy stuff. Not like my stuff, like the stuff that I like to wear. So I'm downtown Toronto. I'm like, I got to go shopping. Like, I had to buy clothes to, like, Accent this body, like body. Yeah. my body. So I went and bought new clothes and, you know, new stuff. Like, I remember I wanted shell-toed Adidas so bad. And uh, I bought them for, like, my actual... Because all my cool... Like, I love skate style back then. So I had, like, all the skate shoes. But they were all size five. Like, my size foot is one. Kids. <laughs> so one I went, kids? Yeah, I'm size one kids. Is that what those docs... Do, do, yeah. Those Doc Martens are? Yeah. One kids? Yeah. Wow. They don't even look that small. Like... What's well, because they're Doc Martens. Yeah, right, it's funny, though, right. because... Dude, I need a pair of Doc Martens. that, like, they're not that, they're not that small, but yeah. they're size one kids. Yeah, right. So I went and bought all this clothes and stuff, and then I was, like, embracing me. Like, I really was, like... And people were attracted to me, and yeah. guys were attracted to me. All of a sudden, there was uh-huh. a lineup. There was a lineup. Yes. Like, <laughs> it was weird. And, like, that, not that first year, because I was still... Working out the kinks. Yeah. That second year of university, hooey. You went on a tear. <laughs> I had some fun. But it was weird. I swear, it was it was the confidence. Nothing else changed. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, my body changed. I wasn't five foot tall, or th- five foot tall anymore. I was three foot. But it was the confidence, but I swear. Also, wow. going, from, going from high school to university, I feel like there's a level of maturity where people are like, instead, sure. of, it, instead of it being about show and perception, it's about... It's about appreciating you. someone, and especially the confidence is a huge factor because you're huge. you're drawn to people who 
who appreciate themselves first. Mm-hmm. So without a doubt, I think I think that's a huge factor. But the other thing is you're also reaching a new a new level of maturity where mm-hmm. people are like, okay, like I I get this now. That person sure. is just a person, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I I know people who don't you know who have special needs or no arms or legs and. And they always like, oh, nobody likes me because of this reason. And it's like, well, maybe that's the case, but <clears throat> maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you're just. <laughs> now I've had like even my first university. That person who said, "Why are you wearing those?" I actually had a huge crush on him, and he didn't. We were friends. We went to all the shows together, but he didn't like me back like that. Mm-hmm. But it for sure wasn't that. Now I'm, I look at him. Now he's a great guy, but we are not compatible. Like it just wasn't right. meant to be. Yeah. So right. it's not always that. But the funny thing is, I don't know if you guys saw my TED talk, but. <clears throat> People have always said to me, growing up all the time, and you know, in the argument of like, oh, guys or girls don't like me because I don't have any arms or because I'm different, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, well, it's what's inside that counts. You know, they'll see your inner beauty. The, the right person will see your inner beauty. And that's all that matters. And it made me feel like shit. Like, I'm, I'm hideous on the outside. Right, yeah. Right, that yeah. I have to wait till that magical person sees my inner beauty. That... Like Pat is only attracted to my mind. Mm, yeah. yeah, like yeah. fuck you know that noise. I, mean? yeah. I want to be attracted to everything. You fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, where I met Lindsay was at the Warramps Champ program. They had seminars, and we were both junior counselors. And part of being a junior counselor is we would um, host this thing called Teen Talk. And Teen Talk was basically because a lot of the the seminars were for more kids and stuff. So the Teen Talk was where kids could go, where there weren't parents, there weren't other kids and they could talk about teen stuff you know dating and driving and relationships and just teen stuff and i remember that that kept happening like in these teen talks these young teens would say like i like this boy but he doesn't like me because i don't have arms or i never have a boyfriend blah 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 and then and then the older moderators like not the other teens but the older people yeah um or the other teens older teens would say you know what it's what's inside that counts. Like you'll find somebody who will really see your inner beauty and that's all that matters. And they kept saying it over and over and over again. And it was driving, like my blood was you bubbling like, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, fucking show. Yeah. I can't hold it anymore. And I, and I remember when I opened my mouth, I was shaking. Cause I was like, yeah. I was, so and I was like, bullshit. I'm sorry, but I have to say something about this. I'm like, I do not agree at all. Of course, inner beauty matters. Yeah. But like you guys are hot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of these people are very attractive people. Yeah. So what? They don't have arms and legs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I would not trade in my boobs for a pair of arms in a minute. Yeah. Also. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, like, yeah. I would like, not. Like, like when have you ever heard anybody go, she has the sexiest elbows? Like. Right? They're, yeah. Like who gives they're a not, fuck? They're not even you know like what, the, Brian? The you're right. I have <laughs> never thought that in my entire life. No, but it's true. Now it does take, it does take a, I don't say a special person, but like not anyone could be with someone like me. No. People, people are nervous. People are scared. They don't know people. Do you know what I mean? In high school, can you have sex? Always, I got that. Can you have sex? No, I can't have sex because I don't have arms and I'm missing bones in my legs. Yeah. Do you know the what I mean? bones in my legs so have, I, have my I vagina get, is closed. Because the like, last time I was a guy and tried to fuck a, a kneecap, it felt really good. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, but I get it. Like, it's totally. different. Totally, yeah. because it's, it's different. It's different. It's not the You have to be attracted day. to the person. If you're not attracted to me, you're not attracted to me. Right. So about your current relationship, your partner now, uh, Pat. Uh, Pat. Yeah. Um, how did you guys meet um we actually used to work together like very close to here oh yeah um for a clothing company and he did the, all the screen printing we did like band shirts and stuff cool sweet and then i did like ran the business basically and the minute i saw him 
I loved him like it, instantly. But that was like 13 years ago. Oh shit! Whoa. So we've been we, together we, that, no, that no, long? we've only been together six because he was with someone else at the time. So it was kind of a timing thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like right when I said that, I just got little butterflies. Like uh-huh. I pictured him. I saw him from a distance, and our eyes met, and it was like, oh my god, you know that feeling? Yeah. I don't want to say love at first sight, but it was kind of that. It was kind of that. Kind of I fucking believe in that. that. My magic. shit's like that. It was. It yeah. was, it was yeah. love yeah. at first sight. Yeah, Tay absolutely. Yeah. That was like a... Dude, and, he felt, and he felt the yeah. same. And there was something there. But like, I don't want him cheating on her. And he he didn't want... Like, it wasn't yeah. about that. But it was intense between us. Yeah. I actually... Yeah. I met my girlfriend uh, at Tattoo Rock Parlor here um, like six or seven years ago. Was that and that night? Yeah. And, wow. and we like saw each other and had like this great night together. But we didn't live in the same city. That's and it why was, I said five years ago. It was four years later that it's we actually started dating. Yeah, I feel like timing matters. Yeah, yeah, big man. time. Yeah. yeah, dude, that was five years ago. Was that is that what you said? No, you said five years ago. Yeah, that was, was longer. Than I was that. thinking five years, like ten, seven, seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was a crazy night. Oh, a story Tattoo. for another day. Tattoo. Tattoo. Yeah. 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 Um, so what tell us. Talking about? Oh, Pat. Well, yeah, yeah, we were talking about Pat, but I, I, I want to know, um, tell us about your Ted talk. So you oh. have a Ted talk, which is pretty exciting. Not so a exciting. lot of people can say that. No. How did you get involved in, in, um, how did you get involved in that? And like, how did, how did that come about? Um, well, Obviously, when I started doing speaking, like, that was, like, a life goal of mine. Like, mm-hmm. one day, I would love to have a TED Talk. One mm-hmm. day in, like, ten years, I thought, you know? And then um, one day, a friend that actually you went to Ryerson with wrote me, and she said she was on the one of the committees for TEDx Toronto. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want to... Because basically, anyone can be nominated. Like, you could nominate Brian, or he could nominate... Yeah. Like, anyone can be nominated. And then the team goes through the... That's right. So yeah, I, I actually also yeah. have a dream of doing a TED Talk someday. Where we, we, the three of us, would love to do that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, anyway. I could nominate you. Oh, please. Um, Stop it. So she was like, I want to nominate you, so let's chat about this. But the thing about it was she was like, TED doesn't really do inspirational speakers. That's not what they're about. Because that's what I do. I'm an inspirational speaker. They don't have really have motivational speakers come. They have experts in yeah. their field. Yeah, they're about know? people that will people like have to change new, the change the game. The game, you know? like, or yeah. it's it's all about bringing um, new ideas, an that's idea right. worth spreading. That's right. Thing. That's yeah. their tagline. So it was like I have to think about an idea. So basically, I was like, well, you know, what about um, bullying? She's like, it's been done. What about bullying? It's been done. What about this? It's been done. I'm like, yeah, but none of these things have been done by me. And I was like, I know that sounds funny, but like what I mean is that it's a different perspective coming from me. That's right. Yeah. So that's all we went. That's That was it at the end. And, and I was like, I, I didn't really have a good feeling about it because I was like, I know they don't go for motivational speakers usually. <clears throat> so please hold. <laughs> And resume. And resume. I needed to take some water. It didn't help. I'm still froggy. Yeah. Um. So then out of the blue, like about a month or something later, I got an email. Oh, actually on my birthday, she waited till my birthday to let me know I was in the top 45 people. Okay. Okay. To be... To be chosen. Selected, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, that's huge. Because I'm sure <laughs> oh they get God. tons. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then a while later, I got a call saying, hello, this is 
whoever from TEDx Toronto, you've been selected. You're in amongst the 10 people. And then did you just shit your I pants felt right there? Sick. My stomach turned. I wanted to barf. <laughs> yeah. And then guess what? All I wanted to do was stand on a rooftop and tell everyone, but they're like, "But you can't tell anybody." What the? Fuck? <laughs> oh, you got to keep it secret. Because they wanted to make it this big announcement, you know, their way. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, filmed. Yeah. I don't know if, if you look up, you'll see they they filmed this video. Here's Tally, but in their style and. I'm like, oh my god, can I tell Pat? And they're like, you can tell Pat. What are we keeping secret? I, I uh, TED talk. oh my TED, TED talk. talk. So okay. I was selected, yeah. but they're like, and I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, holy shit! Like one year after I quit my full time job to do to pursue speaking, I'm doing a TED talk already. All of a sudden, you're getting paid two million dollars to do a TED no, talk. No, you don't get paid at all. <laughs> you get paid what? zero what dollars. That's the only reason Jeremy wants to do it. Zero dollars. It's no. worth. It's worth it though. It is yeah. such yeah. an incredible. Like it's just experience. such an ex- incredible experience. It's TEDx Toronto. I mean, yeah. I've been to TEDx, like, and it's fuck. I mean, dude, one of the coolest things in the entire world. It's is the coolest. Like TED the day I did amazing. my TED talk was one of the coolest days of my life. Like it was. Oh, without it. And the I and I was imagine. so nervous. And then the second it was over, I was sad. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's all over because it was like months and months. Like we all had a speaker coach and like working with us to make our because. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, TEDx Toronto does that. I don't know if all of them do, but TEDx Toronto is pretty big. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of sponsors. They're incredible. It's such an amazing thing to be a part of. That's really cool. They they, do they match you up with somebody? Yeah, they have volunteers in different professions um, that they basically just with me. They wanted to keep it sounding TED and not inspirational speaking yeah do you know what right. i mean yeah so i wrote it all every single word but he was kind of like well that's a little too inspiring you know right it's not, stick it's to not supposed to be like we a tony st- robbins thing and i had yeah. to sit down and think of my big idea i'm like oh shit yeah. i was picked i don't even have my big idea yet yeah right now, of course i've got tons of them i'm full of them yeah but and i was thinking thinking and thinking and thinking and i came up with a couple and he came up with some which i was like oh no <laughs> Because they were his idea. Yeah, they were yeah, my yeah. Idea. yeah you want to be your own. And then I thought about that day at the... the um, With the kids. The teen talk. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Have any of you seen my TED talk yet? Not yet. No, okay. no I, 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 I browsed through it. And the well, thing that I took from it that made me... It's okay. Uh, well, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of scanned through it. And the thing that I picked up on it that made me go, I'm really interested to talk to Tally because... And the thing was that you were saying how... You did have struggles like growing up. It wasn't like it wasn't like you just grew up no. and like nah, 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 nah. I'm like whatever. No, it's hard. It's still hard. That's right. It's and, hard every day. Which was a very different perspective from Lindsay, or at least from what Lindsay said, right? And Lindsay's big thing was like, no, it was me. I don't know anything different. This is my life. I know that's whatever. Lindsay's perspective, but and I I, I like that you guys have different perspectives on it. Agreed. And yeah. that's what, I, I that's do. what made me so. What my perspective is? Yeah, this is all I know. But everyone has things that are challenging That's in their lives. Right. I love Lindsay so much, but she can't say things aren't challenging. They have to be. Everyone has challenges. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Getting that thing at the top of the fridge mm-hmm. yeah. or having a fr- freezer, you know, the top freezer? Yeah. Like, that was hard for me. Not going to happen. Putting on yeah. my sepal. That's hard for me. Yeah. L- putting on my Doc Martens for the first time this morning and not being late for my bus. Putting on my Doc Martens. That was hard. Like, there's challenges, but there are things that I get through. Yeah. I'm not saying they stop me. They no, never do. That's right. But they're challenges. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying about my TED Talk is 
You and I are bad, Jeremy, because we're I both know. chatterboxes. I know, I know. I love it. <laughs> and though. then we get off and we're like, it's oh. my favorite. Okay, wait, TED Talk. <laughs> so you, uh, the, you went back to the team talk and oh, you were like, right, so right, I was right, like, right. I was like, what's my idea? And I'm like, and I, I always, me and my coach, we did want my TED Talk to be, uh, what's the word? More. More, more like in, like uh, not inspiring, no, but no, more no. like changing. Like no, no, no. Hold on, um, you know, risque, like a little bit on the edgy, provocative, edgy. provocative. Oh, That's yes. the word. There we go. I wanted it to be provocative. I didn't want it to be like everyone's beautiful, love yourself, like cheesy. So the beginning of my TED talk, I'm not spoiling anything. It's literally the first part. Is from a young age, we're taught it's what's inside that counts, or that beauty lies from within. Mm. Well, I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. Yeah. And then everyone's like, like whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's something we've all been told. Yeah. No matter what you look like, who you are, like inner beauty. It's what's, And it is, don't get me wrong, it is that. That exists. But I was like, I want to make people like, whoa, what is she going to talk about next? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And, and I talked about my perspective, like people telling me it's what's inside that counts, not your outer beauty. What the, what am I, chop liver? Yeah. Do I look that bad? It made me feel ugly. Because people feel, say this shit because we've they, done because we've put a, we've put labels on what external beauty is instead of going and you say it to me yeah, to make me feel yeah. better right but exactly. it does not, not make all. me feel better and after my TED talk that exact day at the after party this girl came up to me bawling her eyes out like literally streaming tears she had like her front you know the, the big chiclet teeth yeah 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 that we all have well yeah. one of them was broken right in half and she came here from I think India or Pakistan and. I think her bro- something happened and she broke her tooth, but she also like broke her jaw, and the tooth was a cosmetic thing, and she couldn't afford. Their parents couldn't afford to get it fixed, and she grew up with this tooth, and she hated it, and it was ugly. And it it actually is not ugly. It's it. I love it. I but love like gap teeth. I love gap like, teeth, oh, and that's what it, it was a giant gap, gap teeth. But yeah, we're like she we're was always told. Fucking look awesome. You know what? Someone's gonna love your inner beauty. Someone's gonna learn to love you from the inside. And she always felt like she was hideous from oh. that. And me telling my story and saying that, she was like bawling her eyes out. She's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." I like I don't remember exactly what she said, but it, it affected her. And so many people have written me since. Actually, this girl again, um, who would know. Um, <clears throat> Lindsay, this other girl who was at that teen talk, she wrote me later and she's like, I just watched your TED talk. It was amazing. She's an amputee as well. She's a comedian actually. And she was like, do you know that day, that TED talk, when you spoke up, that changed my life? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, she's like, you saying that, that made me feel beautiful on the outside. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, that's the best, you know? Yeah. But it's, and the crazy thing is that it's, it's true, and it's just such an eye-opening perspective to think like, oh, okay, like something that you've you've thought to be, you thought that it had to be one way your entire life, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, right, you're given permission to see something in a new light, and you're like, oh, fuck, like I, I get it, I get it right away, I get that, I get that somebody can see me as being beautiful on the outside and not just on the inside, like that is right. so empowering because we've because we because beauty uh, and especially for females and it's something we talked about in the last episode we just we just with the girl that was here before uh, Jess was that like beauty has been uh, this mannequin that has 
a certain skin tone or a certain uh, uh, way that their hips go or that their, their shoulders go. And, and mm-hmm. it's like, this is, and then we all go, hey, everybody, so on the outside, this is what's beautiful. And then and then that's where that shit comes from, of like, well, it's, it's on the inside of what beauty is. And it's more like, well, no, like every, when you look at every single person on the outside, fuck who they are, even if they're the worst person in the world, you can look at them, never talk to them and find beautiful things that you find about them and be attracted to those things. And it doesn't have to fit this one mold that, you know, magazines well, and, and shit and up later And people telling these young people that someone's going to see your inner beauty. It's, it's kind of so bullshit to me. Mm. Like the person you're going to be with has to be attracted to your physical self as well. Yeah, what, are they just going to get off on, on your ideas? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Do you know what I mean? Ugh. Oh, tell me how like you're a Republican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. so... It's Give just me so, your political platform. <laughs> like, the idea of only being attracted to someone's mind, of course that's part of it. Of but course. If that, that, it being that strictly... It's only one isn't element that stupid? of many different And elements. it's the same it's on so both stupid. sides. Yeah. It can't just be one. No. It can't just be no. external and it can't just be... I think <laughs> the other thing is, is too, is if, if you're, if you're, if somebody says to me, for example, that, oh, you know what, I, I hate that you have long hair. I don't find that attractive. Guess what? There's somebody who does. Yeah. So just because one person tells you that they don't like something about you doesn't mean that you're not physically attractive to thousands of other people. That's it's just- what I say to a lot of kids, like... Because when you're growing up and you're in high school, like it was probably hard for all of us, you know, yeah. like you feel like those quirks or those flaws. I'm doing my air quotes again, everybody. Um, flaws. Um, <laughs> you think those things are a negative thing. Mm. And I tell these kids, I'm like, don't like instead of just, you know, either being negative about it or just being neutral about it. Embrace those things and let them sparkle because when you grow up and you're out of high school and you're in university or you travel or wherever, you're going to meet people that have those same quirks or those same weird things or that love those things about you and Mm. really appreciate all those things about you, not just make you feel weird about them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And people try and hide those things. I fucking love that. It makes us all different. Yeah. We're all different in this whole room. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, we all all are completely different. And we all have something to offer the world. And And maybe we have a lot in common, too. That's right. But, like... We're not all the same. No one's the same. No. Even and people, God, thank fuck they aren't. Right? Yeah. yeah. Even Barf. people with cameras Ugh. and sound equipment and stuff, like they're still, they're all people too. They're still, they <laughs> are they're beautiful <laughs> on the inside and they're yeah, beautiful camera on the camera guy Andrew, he <laughs> has something to give, something to bring to the table. <laughs> and you know what? He might not be attractive to Taylor or Jerry, but <laughs> your inner beauty will no, shine. I, I love him. <laughs> uh, well, we, we do have to wrap it up. Um, what already? But I How know long has it been? We, it's been an hour and six. Wow! But before we do, there's one question. It's a two-parter that I want to ask you. Okay. Um, what has your life as a a um, congenital amputee taken away from you? It's hard to give her that question. No, it's okay. After, it's okay. No, uh, I'll let you get to it. But I can I, do it. it. It's funny. It's just funny. It is, I believe it. it. While is, you think of it. Yeah, it is hard to come up with right after no, that sort of. I yeah, got a couple answers. So yeah. it definitely took my birth family away from me. Now, is that a negative thing? No, it is not. But it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drive. And I would love to drive. Now, me not having any arms and little legs doesn't mean I can't drive. But I need a lot of money. Mm-hmm. To be able to get a car modified, right. for me to be able to even just get assessed, it costs at least six hundred dollars. I don't have six hundred dollars, so like that I can't drive yeah. right now. Yeah, 
one day I will be able to drive, but as of right now, yeah. Second part, what has it given you? Oh my God, so much more than it's taken. Uh, an incredible career. This opportunity right here, um, an amazing man that loves me because he wouldn't have liked some tall girl. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Less um, so much. My amazing family, my incredible parents, my 19 brothers and sisters. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, my whole life living in Toronto for 15 years and living in Hamilton. Um, oh, my God. All of my amazing friends. My whole life. Actually, the answer is what has it given me my entire life? Because if I was born with normal, um, I would have lived in Montreal, French-speaking Sephardic Jew, with different parents and siblings. I feel like at the very at the very foundation of all that is that exact thing. It's like if you weren't born the way you were, you wouldn't have ended up adopted and with the family that has loved you and the siblings and like these, you know, experiences that have all led. Like you actually went from the top down. You started with a career and da 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 and you went right down to the foundation and it starts with that. And yep. like right at that very like how you're born. It's like you're born this way and then everything else is a result. Exactly. And all these amazing things that have become your life, become your experience. Or I could just erase all of that and say, it gave me a no effects song written about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Hello. Yeah. I know. I was, <laughs> right? was going to say that and then I was going to say, no, yeah. that, this should just I end right know. now. Just, Cut to that song. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, and just a side note, wherever I go, if I go to a show in any country, in any city, like when I was in Halifax, Jimmy, people knew me. Yeah. People came up to me. Well, the reason I was invited to speak at the Halifax Pop Explosion was the guy who invited me is a NoFX no fan. fan. He knew about my song. Fuck, I love like, that. And I'd go there and they're like, oh my God, it's Nubs. Like, yeah. holy shit. Are you Nubs? <laughs> like everywhere I go. So that's pretty rad. Tally, yeah. the, the, straight up, this has been one of my favorite conversations oh, we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, without a doubt. And I, I just want to add to that, that thing that your con- congenital Ampu being a congenital amputee has totally given not just you the life that you have, but also all of the listeners right now and all of us the ability to to find the love in ourselves, not just on the inside, but also on the, <laughs> on the outside. outside too. And I think that is an insanely powerful message. So mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you so much Thanks for coming for in today. Me. Yeah, it was it was a fucking blast. And can we tell the viewers to check out my website at Please, where can they find you? Where can they find your shit? TallyOsborne.com. With an I. Tally with an Tally I. Tally with an I. And know you and Osborne, not like Ozzy. There you go. Bingo. Even though I used to say he was my uncle. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening. This is uh, this has been really fun. Uh, as always, we'll be back next week with another super interesting and fun conversation. Um, and uh, while you're waiting, head on over to iTunes. Give us a little subscribe, a rating, a review. Very important to keep us on the iTunes chart so people know what we're doing. And uh, also go to Patreon, patreon.com slash sickboy. It's where we um, are able to support ourselves to actually like do trips like this and come talk to amazing people like Tally. Um, so for everyone who has supported us so far, thank you so much. We cannot uh, put words to how much we are grateful. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Taylor, I hear we're up on something new now. Uh, yeah, so um, we have, uh, we have a, a burgeoning um, listenership in uh, Pakistan. 
which I didn't know that we had uh, so many listeners it's really in Pakistan. Exciting. Uh, literally just blowing up. It's, it's literally crazy. pretty wow. big in uh, yeah. Lahore right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Karachi is really like there's it's densely populated in Karachi. Big, big, big. That's where a lot of yeah. the crazy. the uh, the listenership is coming from. And because of our huge listenership in uh, Pakistan, we are now on uh, a Milat Facebook, and it's a it's a version of Facebook. It's not Facebook. It's but much it's, more Milat, though. Yeah, it's much more Milat than yeah. it is Facebook, and uh, we have created a profile on Milat Facebook for all of our uh, uh, Pakistani <laughs> listeners to engage with us in Pakistan. So, so uh, if you're in Pakistan, if you're just passing through, yeah, get on Milat in, uh, Facebook, Peshawar, look up uh, Karachi, Lahore, yeah. whatever, wherever you are. All those places that Brian knows, uh, on, that uh, worldly Milat Brian Facebook. knows. Yeah, um, so just, worldly. Just want to tell everybody about all the places in Pakistan okay. I know. All right. Uh, that is it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. And she's Nubs. <laughs> and this is Sick Boy. She don't get mad. I hope she thinks this song is good, not bad. Because we think that she's totally rad. She's Nubs. No fingers, no toes. She turns it out, elbows. No friends, no nubbies. She don't need nothing of her hands She's gonna see fuck our friends She's always in the stands She's nuts She can't pick up the phone She can't get dressed alone She's got no funny bones She's nuts No shoes for feet But we sure do think she's neat She's nuts She's nuts She's nuts For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.